Welcome to the Transformation Cafe with your host, Robin Misevich. Transformation Cafe, a weekly half hour of light, topical conversation about health, wellness, happiness, personal growth, spirituality, and other insights. We're glad you're here. Transformation Cafe, a fun place to nourish your soul. Now, let's get started and introduce our diners for tonight's show. Well, I want to welcome everybody to the Transformation Cafe. I am your host, Robin Masevich, and we've got a very special topic tonight. We're going to be talking about self-care for the caregivers with laughter yoga. And we have another couple uh, people that have been on. We've done some shows on laughter yoga that I think is really great. So we really want to recommend that people go back and be able to check those out and see what's going on with me. So I'm making it to very, uh, very fun uh, topic for putting all this stuff together. So right off the bat, I'm going to go ahead and have my co-host, Miss Amy, joining us tonight. Hey, Amy, how are you doing tonight? I'm so sad. I need some comic relief. Oh, my gosh. Okay. okay. Well, we're going to get that going right away, right away. <laughs> and we're going to also have, we have, a la- we have a live laugh track tonight. Miss Michelle is with us, Woo! and she's going to be laughing <laughs> periodically whenever she feels like it. There she goes right away. So woo-hoo. so our laugh, our laugh track is working, you know, and it's real time. It's not one of those computer laugh tracks. It's, she's, she's the real deal. So thanks, Michelle. <laughs> thanks for having me on. Well, looking forward to any kind of comments that you want to have while we're going along with this. So, so Amy had asked me to go ahead and talk about self-care with, with laughter yoga. Um, I've been a practitioner of laughter yoga probably for the last three years. And um, it's just one of those things that just is such a great tool to have in your pocket when it comes to being able to, you know, laugh because you can and not laughing at necessarily anything in particular. It really helps to be able to relieve stress. Gosh, if you look online and you want to Google it, there's just constantly all these different benefits and things that can come from, you know, it lowers, it helps with high blood pressure. It helps with diabetes. Um, there's actually two or three different um, episodes on YouTube right now that are talking about using laughter yoga as cancer therapy. So there's some very, very um, intriguing and encouraging things out there that are really kind of helping with everything. So just right off the bat, I wanted to um, talk about some of the two or three different things and love for you ladies to jump on with there's anything that you want to add to the to the conversation. But there's like actually four different components to the basics of laughter yoga. And one of the first ones, which I really love, is clapping. And people are like, clapping? How can clapping really help? There's all these different meridians that actually are connected. You've got acupressure points in your hands that if you keep your hands open, you know, like when you're a little kid and you have, you know, you have your hands open, like jazz hands, maybe if you want to call it that way, and you actually clap your hands while you're doing that, it helps to stimulate and massage the body. So it's you're giving yourself a nice personal self-care massage, And it's actually helping to activate and balance your body at the same time. So one of the things that we do in laughter yoga is we do things where we really celebrate with like a childlike fun where we would go with that with our hands open like that and basically say, very good, very good, yay. And when we say yay, we lift our hands up to the sky in praise. And we talked about that in the show as well. When you when you actually do that, it, it actually sends endorphins into the body. So there's these wonderful processes that are going on while you're while you're practicing laughter yoga which is just really uh, just, and it's something fun and really can help you to be able to do that. I want to make sure that we mentioned um, uh, one of the things we've done with the, the Cafe Book Club is we had Amy Cuddy where we had done her book, which is called um, Presence. 
And boy, she goes into so much detail and so much scientific research that when you actually lift your hands up and in a, and appraise and have your fingers wide open, how that actually activates certain parts of your brain and it helps to stimulate and create positivity into your body and also courage and, and, and just different stuff. So anything with that, Amy, you want to go ahead and add on about um, when we had done that book with, with the, the Cafe Book Club? Well, one thing that I like about uh, what she talks about at the power position, and she uh, talked about it when kids are do it, they tend to call them the, the starfish, doing the starfish. And like Robin and I, after we had done that show, actually went down to the beach and did the starfish right there on the beach, right in front of the ocean. And there was, it really was very, very powerful. And so let me just kind of preface a little bit to what we're doing, Robin. Um, Robin is going to be speaking at, we have monthly self-care sessions at the, the Veterans Center for the Elizabeth Dole Foundation Hidden Hero Program. And Michelle is actually the uh, Hidden Hero uh, Fellow for the state of Nevada. And she and I work hand in glove in supporting ourselves and each other and uh, Hidden Heroes, which are the caregivers of veterans, not just the spouses, their family members, friends, neighbors that support veterans. And so that's one of the reasons that we, uh, I wanted to have Michelle with us because she's, she's part of that. And we'll just kind of organically see where this goes. But part of what I want is the dialogue. And Robin's going to be come out, come out on July 21st. And we're very excited about to do this real time with us. So what comes to me is kind of thinking about how do we take laughter yoga and actually use it in, in caregiving situations. So one that, that comes to mind to me with this, the doing the starfish and the power position, the power pose, is like when you're uh, in the waiting room and you're just waiting and waiting and waiting and maybe they've had a surgery or they need a decision from a doctor and you're waiting for that doctor to come out and you don't know what the heck he's going to say. So you may have to go in the bathroom and do this or, you know, I'm at the point now where I really don't care. Well, I actually go out there and do that starfish right there in the, in the waiting room that just opens you up and helps you feel a little bit lighter no matter what the situation is going to be, whatever news you get. So I think that's certainly one way to open up to that or I know... Um, uh, when I call Robin, I can always get a giggle. I can call Michelle and get a giggle. And so that finding ways to bring, to bring that humor right into those situations where I needed as a caregiver, I think is really imperative. Well, one thing too, I want to make sure that we talk about is that once you've done something on a physical level, you can do it in your mind and it actually, you can get, you can get the benefits from that as well. So when you're doing practice, when you're doing practices of laughter yoga or in these positionings of these power poses, like the starfish and things like that, that the body will remember and you'll, you know, you're going to be able to get um, some, a similar response from the body and, and have a sense of ease about it because you're practicing, even though you might not be doing it, you know, where people could see mentally, it's, it's definitely happening. So that's a really cool and, and beneficial to thing to remember about that too. So it's just like they've, they've done research about if you go and do workouts they found that even once you've been doing workouts for, you know, maybe two or three weeks and you actually did a workout in your mind that, that they can actually do blood tests and things like that. And they're seeing that there's there's a, um, a trace that that, act, that activity of the body is responding to the fact <clears throat> that you're actually, you know, doing it in your mind. Your body's responding to that. And then you have physical evidence with that, too. So that's really exciting. Well, I'm seeing myself losing weight right now. Even as we're speaking. I know. I am so skinny. Oh, my God. I am so freaking skinny. I was like, I turned sideways like, where'd she go? Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
So, you know, I wanted to make sure, too, that when we something we talked about with caregiving is just think about that. I mean, when you're that person that's, you know, trying to be there for that other person and making sure that they're getting what they're needing, you know, both physically and emotionally and just, gosh, in just so many different ways. Some of the benefits of laughter yoga are the fact that one of the things it really encourages is that, you know, you're laughing because you can. You're not laughing at anything in particular. So there's there's really an invitation to just be light about things, you know, light in your life and just being able to just like literally look at everything and just start laughing. So it sounds like it's it's kind of a crazy premise. But when you're in a group with other people, you know, that's another thing that's really wonderful about um, laughter yoga is having that sense of connection and it's a very conscious connection because you're you're choosing to laugh you're choosing to have allow your body to be responding to something that isn't necessarily um, an external response you're just laughing because you can so I think that can be very powerful for people when they're being able to look at that for themselves and you know always having a sense of humor and being able to laugh at yourself or a situation you know no matter how grave it is um, being able to just, you know, hopefully see the light of it and, and be able to do um, just something. So Amy was wanting to, you know, have that as a point with, with a story is um, when her husband Ross um, was really ill. You know, one thing I really just felt very strongly was about was going and basically being the, you know, the comic relief for them and being a, and that. So I'd love for Amy to talk about that a little bit. Well, we went from my husband not feeling well to dying literally overnight. And it was it was really grave, and I really honor Robin for as soon as she found that out, uh, literally got in the car and and came from California to Vegas to support me, and it 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 was really really grave, and but we were able to find humor in in situation and to stay in the game, which helped me to make decisions that had to be made, which be able to be brave for him. I had to go against what the doctors were telling me to stay hopeful. From what I was hearing, there was no reason to be hopeful. But I chose to be in that place. And by keeping it light, again, of course, focusing on what was happening and doing what needed to get done, but not making it so I couldn't breathe. You know, I think that's one good thing about laughter is like it helps you to breathe. And so I know um, Michelle and I support each other. And one of my favorite ways when I know she's going through something is, and this is something Robin and I have been playing with lately too, is the bitmoji. And I'll just pick something so goofy that I, I know I can see her smile in my mind when I send it. Is that true, Michelle? Is that supporting It you? absolutely is. Um, I, I tell you what, in, and you've actually started sending them to my husband recently, and <laughs> he'll even start cracking up out of nowhere. And I'll look over and go, oh, Amy just sent me. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know, so it really is it, such something so simple really just elevates us at a time and you just always seem to know right when we need them and it has been a huge help for us something that simple i would just say and i know it, it when you 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 find those caregivers to help caregive of you and you caregive them it's like you get in sync with each other i mean robin didn't you feel that way even when you had to go back home for your business and stuff you still continued to support ross and i but you were able to kind of know when to come in and when not to come in. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's just like even during the day and things like that, just just like you're saying, you know, is it emoji time? Are we going to send something that will basically be, you know, a playful check-in instead of having like, you know, oh, my gosh, how's it going? It's like, you know, hey, you know, how's that, that yeah. crazy man doing? Yeah, you know. That's a simple thing. But I think people on a realize I had a really good friend of mine had a life-threatening illness for many years. And, and she got to the point where she said, don't ask me how I'm doing, because that doesn't mm-hmm. help me. And so I had to find mm-hmm. clever ways to connect with her, because it's so hard not to say, how are you? 
How's it going? What's going on with your health? You know, but at a certain point, they don't want to, to be that. They don't want to be the sick person. Now, okay, I'm dealing with this, but I'm still a person too. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, along with that too, is like, you know, one of the other points about with self-care, it's about one of the things that's really great about laughter yoga is it really helps you to express in ways that can be very safe and very accepting because you're doing it in more of a collective way with people being able to, mm-hmm. being able to ever have everybody laughing together. So in, in, in the expressing, there's also a de-stressing that happens. And, you know, one of the things I love to do is one of the, the kind of the side things about laughter yoga that most people don't know about it is they really encourage people to do gibberish. And when you do gibberish, you're actually <laughs> connecting to a different part of your brain and your logical mind says, I'm going to ignore this. This is really silly. Why would you even do this? And what it does is it when you're talking gibberish, it helps you to be able to de-stress and basically get the feeling out, get the, get the stress out of your body without trying to be analytical about how you feel, why you feel what you're doing. It basically just takes that right out of the equation. So, you know, if you've got two or three different things where you're expressing to somebody and then you laugh, it's really helping to express that and not necessarily attack anybody or, you know, putting it into the situation where your brain's almost like looking at it on a feeling level and going, oh my God, this is too much to handle. It's like, let me just express it and release it. And it really does help you to de-stress it very, very quickly. So it's a wonderful tool to be able to do that. So one of the exercises we do, there's... exercises are a part of the whole program that we do. And um, one of the things I love to do is like have everybody go around in a circle and do a joke in gibberish. And then we all just laugh. And boy, that's such a great exercise for everybody because they're expressing and de-stressing at the same time. So go ahead, Amy. Robin, I have a question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What do you have to say about that, Michelle? She just popped back on. She goes, what the heck are we talking about? Wait a minute. I have to put her back on again. She popped off and then walked on. So, okay, your turn. Go ahead. (laughs) No, this is how I get through the days. Um, We've had a lot of issues coming up lately, and Amy will just come out of nowhere with, gibberish or you know yeah and I know you know the look Robin where she kind of crosses her eyes and looks up and I mean it just it really just something that simple I can feel my stress melt away I mean she really has that Mm -hmm. amazing effect well, I mean, just even, it's just like we were talking about before, even if she's not in the room, even if she's not with you, in your mind, you're seeing her do it and you automatically yeah. laugh to yourself about something when it comes to, you know, having something, something that's stressful and you just go to the gibberish and you're just like, oh, okay. Anyway, thank, thanks, Michelle. She'll, she'll be, she'll be back in a minute. <laughs> so what do you think about that, Amy? Oh, there she goes. Uh, she's popping on. She's popping on. She's She's back. She's back. Get, we keep losing like our laughing track. track. Wow. Okay. Anyway, it's all good. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to record it and send it to you guys. Perfect. Perfect. Well, and, and, and so um, Robin, Michelle and I will be, you know, at the, the meeting on July 21st. And um, Michelle, I want to have you talk a little bit about what Hidden Heroes is and uh, to help frame what we're going to be doing uh, on the 21st. I would love to. Um, Hidden Heroes is a program that was founded by the Elizabeth Bull Foundation. Um, a lot of people don't know about the foundation because it is still kind of. Well, there she goes. And they don't know, know because she's she keep popping she, on she and off yeah. Because they want to know about it, but that she keeps disappearing. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. So anyway, let's let's talk about Elizabeth. Yeah, Miss Miss Dole here. Basically, Senator Dole, um, when her husband Bob Dole, also Senator Dole, um, he fell ill and was in the hospital at Walter Reed Medical Center, and. She was realizing that, you know, everybody's rushing around and taking care of her husband and making sure he's taking care of him and this, that, and the other. But then she's going, well, what about me? I'm falling apart. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. she started this amazing organization that brings awareness to the struggles that military and veteran caregivers go through. Um, it, it's hard to have this lifestyle. My husband is a disabled combat veteran, and we thought everything was fine. We were going to have the greatest life and then got kind of slapped in the face. And so a big part of it is when we talk to people who are non-military, non-veterans, and, you know, I have this one thing that I always tell people to get them to understand what, you know, our lives, how different our lives are. You know, a friend of mine was telling me one day, she's like, I'm so mad at my husband. He forgot to load the dishwasher again. And I'm like thinking, I'm going, really, because my husband forgot my name yesterday. And mm -hmm. I, I just, it's hard to have so many friends that, that aren't in your lifestyle. Um, so what the Elizabeth Dole Foundation started up was this Hidden Heroes campaign. And that way, if you are a military or veteran caregiver, it doesn't matter what era, you get to go onto this website, hiddenheroes.org, and you register yourself, and it connects you with other caregivers of military and veterans all over the country. And that way you have a support system. It, whether you're struggling with things going on with the VA or struggling with, you know, things going on with your spouse with dealing with PTSD or TBIs or, or medical conditions, you have others out there who understand, who have been through it, who maybe, you know, if they can't offer advice, they can offer that supportive nature that you just need for that moment. And it's just been an amazing organization, and Tom Hanks signed on as our spokesperson. And, I mean, if you get Tom Hanks, you kind of got it in the bag. So we're, we're pretty grateful and talk for about that. Funny. But, right, talk about Yeah, funny exactly. Guys. Exactly. So, you know, we're, we're just really excited that this has really taken off, and it's done so much for so many people. I mean, especially me, because that's how I met Amy. And now Amy is a daily fixture in my life, and I don't know what I would do without her. So it, it's really brought a lot of great people together to understand each other and help each other. And so we do, um, we do weekly caregiver groups that where we, it's like an empowerment circle where we, we try and encourage each other and not, we don't want to say support group because it's just so ooh, and overdone and so tired of it, but we really just try and encourage each other and, and help each other. But then on the third Friday of every month, which falls on June 21st this month, we have one big group where we get to bring in specialists and we get to bring in the big dogs and, and we have a great time with something. And fortunately, Robin, we get you this month. And I am super excited about that because I love laughing. Next and next so month, laughter and yoga. Okay. Oh, mm -hmm. it's so next month. The joke's on you, Robin. Yeah, we're expecting you to show up. Oh. I'll be I'll be on vacation okay. with Amy. Hey, that will work. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> That'll be a rally, baby. I we know. can call oh, in. We'll do a conference I, call. I, I, we can do a conference call. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. Not yeah. happening. Yeah. That, that doesn't make not me feel happening. like laughing. No. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, like, okay. oops, me bad. Okay. Yeah. Right, okay, well, I have my months confused because I'm not sitting in front of my calendar, so I apologize it's about that, good. but it's still a great no program. No problem. No problem. <laughs> yeah. makes, makes it even funnier. 
So, Mr. Yeah, Robbins, there you go. So, I mean, when you're in the, you know, you're caregiving, you know, you, whether it's in the hospital, you were at home, um, you know, it's like, oh, my gosh, with Ross, you know, okay, we're going to out everything. He was in a, had a catheter for uh, two months. And oh, yeah. sitting at home, he was not having a lot of fun. And we could even get him giggling about that. And uh, what are some ideas you have about using maybe one, what is your favorite tool you think for working with a caregiver when they're, they're needing a little support? I think the one thing that's really, like I said, is like, you know, I love how you guys are talking about, you know, feeling successful when it comes to being able to have, when you're having that bad day, having, you know, a circumstance of somebody, you know, in front of you and, and they're just being a challenge. They're not feeling good. They're, they're not, they're in a pain place. They're in, you know, they're just in this, this place where it's just not being very successful. You know, a part of that, you know, however you can, you know, get yourself out of that, getting out of that for just a second and being able to, you know, to take a power stance, being able to um, maybe just, you know, being able to laugh to yourself. And, you know, if you can, being able to call in a friend or something like that, being able to connect. I know all those things could be challenges depending when, especially if you've got somebody right in front of you and, and there's just no way you can get away from that. But a lot of that could be breathing. A lot of that's, you know, going to, you know, part of this is the thing that, that people need to, you know, remember is that this is a practice. It's something that you're not going to do once and then have it to where it's going to benefit you 24-7. It's getting together with people on a regular basis, um, seeing seeing where you can be connecting with people, and then have it where you can be laughing and being able to share with certain with the circumstances. One thing I love about laughter yoga, too, is, you know, we'll do playful exercises with each other. So there'll be an exercise where you just got your credit card bill, and it's ridiculous, uh-huh. and you totally got it wrong, and they say you owe, like, $100,000, and you're like, yeah, there's no way. And you go around instead of being ashamed about that or whatever or angry about that, you actually would, sh- you know, you turn around and pretend that you're showing it to everybody and you're laughing about it because it's just the, the you know, this, the hilariousness of the fact that it's just so wrong, it's ridiculous, you know, and just having it to where you can laugh about that too. So it's, you know, it, having it with that. And then you'd have the other extreme where you pretend that you won the lottery and you're going around all excited and you had that. So it's all these emotional swings that you do in a very short amount of time to where you can go back to your center. And it's like, how do I really feel in just the fact of being in a place of being able to laugh and to be in joy and to feel my body and to where it's being, you know, activated into a positive place. And that's really what I'm seeking to have sustained in me is having that that place that I basically can go to where I know how I feel when I'm genuinely in joy. I'm genuinely in a place where I can laugh no matter what my outward circumstances are. My I can make those po- conscious choices for myself of like how I want to be feeling instead of letting my, letting my circumstances or another person or whatever's happening be the be the thing that basically controls me. I can control myself. It's an it's an out inward process coming to the outside that I think is just such a, a powerful thing for people to be able to experience and then being able to have that for themselves as a tool. Well, and I, um, I absolutely gonna, love that. Yeah, I was, I'm going to throw something at you and see how you respond to this. Um, and you've seen me go through a lot of really tough stuff in the last few months. And because of the, using laughter yoga and laughter and other things as a practice, I I am able to keep my sense of humor, keep my compassion in situations that I, I don't think many people could. So I was wondering if if you've noticed that, and if maybe if, if you have, has that affected you and how you're dealing with your things as a caregiver? I absolutely feel um, 
you put off this huge just radiation of energy you always have. And I noticed that from the first day I met you. And it kind of freaked me out a little bit, to be honest with you. But I'm getting, <laughs> I got over it. Yeah, so it freaks I've a lot known. of people out. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. I'm not alone here. Then. Yeah, we can all say, yeah, yeah, we, we all get that. Okay, moving on. But <laughs> I've noticed that. I automatically, because I may be in the situation with you, whether we're at the vet center or wherever we are, mm-hmm. and things might be uncomfortable, and then, you know, you just, all of a sudden, you'll crack a little joke, and you just start laughing, and your laugh is just contagious. So then the rest of us just relax, and we release, and we start laughing, and I've noticed that I've, I've stolen that from you once again. I'm, I'm always mm-hmm. doing for Amy. Um but I literally started doing that with my husband, uh, with my care recipient. So I'm, you know, if we're sitting at home and, and things are kind of tight and stressful, I will come up with the most inappropriate joke because my husband's <laughs> a disgruntled vet. He's dysfunctional. We, we love that about him. And uh, so I come up with the most, you know, inappropriate off-the-wall joke. And as long as I say that and I start laughing with it, he'll look at me and he'll just start laughing. And so I'm bringing him into that. I'm bringing him to my place of comfort by joking about it. And it helps us Mm -hmm. realize that we're just being silly about these things going on. It's not that big of a deal. And if we can laugh through them, we can get through them. Mm -hmm. I think one thing that really helps with caregivers when you're actually working with the person that you're caregiving, like you're sharing, is having, you know, like you said, Certain things that you share with one another, they could be like this, you know, weird like popsicle or something like that. There's some kind of thing that you've seen together that was really funny. And then you have that as a keyword that you can use where, you know, every time Uh you say that, you go back to that happy or, you know, ridiculous thing that just made you laugh. And being able to have it is something that could be a trigger that really helps people to laugh in an area when, you know, you just kind of have agreement with each other when you go, popsicle, you know, (laughs) and then you start laughing because you go back to that moment where you both are in that moment. So it's like taking, taking yourself out of something that can be very heavy and then have being able to just switch it literally on a dime and being able to have the laughter be able to release that. You know, when you were sharing, Amy was sharing about, you know, go ahead. Oh, that's actually what was happening tonight when you guys called me earlier was, you know, and he said, what's going on? I said, oh, me and James are just laughing about a military thing because that was our life for so long that that's what, you know, our big jokes are. And, you know, there's there's a phrase called Blue Falcon, and it's for a fellow service member who just completely throws you under the bus all the time. They're called a Blue Falcon. Mm. And so whenever somebody makes a move like that, you know, we're like, oh, man, we even call our kids Blue Falcons when they're tattling on each other. <laughs> and so that was the whole joke was, you know, there was a picture of a blue falcon, and it said, don't worry, buddy, I've got your six. And he had just sent it to me right before you called. And we're busting up about it because we're just, we're, you know, it's just demented as it is, but we're cracking up about it because that's what gets us through time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. So that's our perfect. popsicle is blue falcon. Well, there you go. See, and it's just like, you know, you just have that word or, or it can sometimes like you're saying, Amy makes the, you know, lifts up her eyes or just does this weird yes. little face or a little gesture and it could just get everybody going. You know, sometimes that's good too, where it's not even a word. It's just kind of like a gesture or something like that. Yeah. It could be a sound, 
you know, that's why gibberish is so great. It's this weird, like, get the book, you know, and then everybody starts laughing, you know, that kind of thing. Because it's not really connected mm-hmm. to anything. It's just that it's just that trigger that really helps things. So, you know, one thing I wanted to say, too, that I one thing I've noticed about the benefits of laughter yoga is, um, you know, I, I have a flower shop, Flowers for You in Riverside, California. And sometimes I've got six or I've got like three weddings and all these other things that I've got going on in one week. And one thing I've really noticed over the past couple of years is I just don't get overwhelmed by it as much as I used to. I can, I come from a place of ease knowing that, you know, I'm confident that I can break it all down and figure out what I need to do. And, you know, I, my staff is really great about, you know, we, when, it, when things get a little tense or something like that, we just find something to laugh about. You know, we'll do gibberish or something like that where we just start talking gibberish to while we're working with each other and just being able to just diffuse it. It just works out so, so well with each other. So, so we got about a, a minute. walk into your shop and they think you guys are crazy because you're <laughs> no, all they, talking they gibberish kinda, now. My, my, yeah. Yeah, my hardcore customers kind of know that we're we're, we're kind of like that anyway, so it works out. Really great. Actually, I like to come in because we're like that. So, <laughs> like, I love them. They're always just so fun. Oh my god, they laugh at all this is weird stuff. So, so anyway, just really want to encourage people to be able to come. So that's going to be July 18th, Amy. Right? Is that the date? July 21st. July 21st. So it's actually, okay. So July 21st, we'll be um, uh, over at the, you know, doing this, this vet program with the laughter yoga. You know, the more the merrier. Um, I go around with a clown nose and I get my bike horn out before we get started so people know that we're going to have something happening. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. my husband's coming back from a, a trip from with from Wisconsin. I'm hoping he's bringing me a cheese head so I can wear my cheese head. So we're just going to see how that works out. <laughs> cheese heads should wear cheese heads. Cheese mm-hmm. heads should wear cheese heads. I keep telling him that, so. Yeah, cheese heads should wear cheese heads. I think you're right. That's good. (laughs) So, you know, being light with yourself, (laughs) laughing, just having a good time. And just really appreciating everybody for how they serve and what they're able to, you know, really bring to the table. And just give to each other with with just, you know, the presence of one another. And being able to just share and and smile and laugh at one another. And just enjoy each other's company. I think that's really what really, really matters in the world. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for joining us. I, you can come back and be our soundtrack anytime, girl. You did an excellent That's job. Right. <laughs> oh, you'll get sick of my laugh soon, I promise you. <laughs> okay, okay. So, you know, you are the official laugh thank track. Thank you so, so much. I'm loving that. So, you're welcome. You're well, welcome. And we'll thank see you, you for guys. having we'll me. See everyone. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome, sweetie. Bye. We'll see you next time here at the cafe. We hope you enjoyed listening to the Transformation Cafe podcast. To learn more, visit transformation-cafe.com for show notes, guest information, and links to previous shows. You can also subscribe to the Transformation Cafe podcast on iTunes. Join us again next time at the Transformation Cafe, a fun place to nourish your soul.